Welcome listeners and thank you for tuning in. Today we have with us a member of the Iranian academic community at UCSB here to discuss the protests in Iran in the aftermath of the death of Mehsa Amini. Um, before we begin, please tell me your name and how you would like to be identified. Hi, my name is Azam Faiz and I am a faculty at University of California, Santa Barbara. Hi Azam, could you please explain to those of us who are unfamiliar the situation in Iran? What is happening and why? First, I would like to thank you for, for providing me with the opportunity to be here with you and to answer your questions. Widespread protests for women's rights and human rights have erupted across Iran, instigated by the death of Mahsa or Gina Amini, a 22-year-old Iranian woman who died while in custody of the Iranian morality police for wearing her hijab loosely. While protests have spread in Iran, the government has shut down the internet to prevent the documentation of these protests and the brutality the protesters have been facing in return. The government has also ruthlessly cracked down on anti-government protests while lethal force all throughout the country. Security forces have been using shotguns, assault rifles, and handguns against peaceful protesters, and in some cases, they have even shot at people who were running away. Also on Saturday, October 15, the regime unleashed an explosion opened the political dissidents, intellectuals, and pro protesters present at the Evin political prison, massacring without hesitation. These days, they have attacked high school, arrested, beat, and killed innocent schoolgirls at their own schools. So as I understand it, this is not merely a protest against the morality police, but part of a larger movement against the regime? Yes, exactly. It is correct. It is correct. It is not only for the morality police, or it is not only for the social freedom. It is much bigger than that. Okay. And what has the IAC been doing to combat this? Iranian academic community have been doing its best to be the voice of people in Iran. We organized four demonstrations in Santa Barbara to increase awareness and visibility. We did it because the regime has shut down the internet to prevent documentation of their brutality against the demonstrators. Now, the county of Santa Barbara presented a resolution in support of the women of Iran as they stand against the government of Iran in its persecution of women and the violation of human rights, a resolution that I understand you were instrumental in bringing about. What impact do you think this resolution can bring? I was invited and honored to attend the county of Santa Barbara's Board of Supervisors hearing to receive the resolution passed and adopted by the board on October 18. This resolution clearly states that it is in support of the women of Iran as they stand against the government of Iran in its persecution of women and violation of human rights. By passing this resolution, the local authorities condemned the major violations of women's rights and human rights in Iran supporting the Iranian people's desire for a democratic, secular, and non-nuclear Republic of Iran 
where every individual has the right to practice their religion, condemns human rights violation, and state-sponsored terrorism by the Iranian government. The County of Santa Barbara encourages uh, continued efforts by the Biden administration to respond to the protests and urges the international community to continue to stand and show solidarity with the ongoing protest in Iran. The impact of this resolution is multifold. It does not condone the act of regime, nor does it underestimate the situation of the ongoing revolution. It acknowledges that the demonstrations are not solely limited to cause of compulsory hijab or lack of social freedom. Iranian people now hope that, as this revolution evokes, U.S. politicians, President Biden, and governments all around the world will stand with the people of Iran and not engage in any kind of deals or compromise with the regime. What solution do you hope for? These days, Iranian women are fighting for their fundamental rights that they have been deprived of by the Islamic Revolution for 43 years. It is important to explain that they have not been merely sitting in absolute silence these decades. They have had many demonstrations and protests in these last four decades, hoping for some attempts at change or reform to the regime. They have tried and fought for every possible option. In fact, they have fought to elect a reformist president several times. But these experiences demonstrated that so-called reformists and extremists are both sides of the same coin. People of Iran do not expect any reform in this regime and simply do not trust them anymore. There is only one solution left for them. This is what they say in the street these days, and that is a revolution. In fact, the death of Mahsa Amini was the last straw to spark the demonstration which are leading to a revolution. That is why our people have gotten to this decision and are exclaiming these days that enough is enough. They don't want reform. They don't just want social freedom. They want democracy. They want freedom of religion, freedom of thought, and freedom for women. And they want, they want all, they just want to have a normal and simple life. This is all they want. Just they want to be happy. Just they want to be like hum like other people in the world. For those of our listeners who are interested in supporting this cause, what can they do? The people of Iran, they want them to be to be their voices. The regime Iran has shut down internet to avoid documentation of the brutality the people are facing. We ask you to continue to raise awareness on what is going on in Iran through social media and not to remain silent. Second, 
We want all people to differentiate people between people of Iran and the Islamic regime. People of Iran are captives in the hands of the extremist Islamic regime. Iran has 3,000 years of beautiful civilization and history that the Islamic regime does not represent. Before we end this interview, is there anything else you would like to add? Yes. When we tell that violation of women's right, I want to tell you about the ways in which Iranian women are second-class citizens in their own country. Women in Iran, they cannot wear what they like. They cannot show their hair. They cannot have nail polish or makeup. Women in Iran, they cannot ride a bike or a motorcycle. Women in Iran, they cannot become a judge, even if they have studied enough. Women in Iran, they cannot become a president just because they are women. For the case of divorce, there are only certain conditions under which they can request a divorce. But it is still a very time-consuming process. For example, it may take four years for a woman until she can get her divorce. For getting the custody of their children, automatically the custody goes to the husband in case of divorce if the child is seven years or older. And because of this, many women, they continue living with a, with a husband that they do not love just because, of, because they want to be with their kids. In case, of, in case the father dies, the custody goes to grandfather. And if grandfather allows, then mother can receive the custody. Women in Iran must abide by the compulsory hijab while they play sports and attend the competition. Otherwise, they cannot attend the competition. Women in Iran must use a separate door to enter schools and government buildings to be checked for their clothing and in order to be checked that they do not have makeup. And if they do not have proper dress and they do not observe all the dress code, they will tell them that you need to go and come back with the proper clothes. Women must have the approval of their father in order to get married. Women in Iran cannot travel internationally or get a passport without written permission of their husband. In court, presenting two female witness is equivalent to one male witness. So women are half of the men. Women have, women have half the value of a man in the case of wear guilt or blood money and compensation for injury. For example, in the case of an accident, women receive half the inheritance that men do. Women cannot date or meet a man in a coffee shop to drink a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, to choose their future husband. But a man can have four permanent wives at the same time. An unlimited temporary marriage, it is legal and it is okay. So the problem is 
The regime in Iran, they don't like love. They don't like people to have normal lives. They want them to do this and not to do that. Girls can be married off at the age of 13. As a result, young girls with poor parents can be sold into marriage, forced to marry legally. And finally, an adopted girl can be married to her adoptive father. I was telling you about what women cannot do and which restrictions are for women. Here I need to explain. Even with all these restrictions, 60% of university students in Iran are women. They work so hard to become educated and become doctors, engineers, artists and more. Countless Iranian women across the world receive PhD and postdoctorate educations. Iranian women are strong, resilient, courageous fighters, and now they are fighting for their freedom. They are modern, well-educated women, and the regime wants to suppress them and keep them at home. Lastly, I like to finish off with a 13th century poem from Saadi who wrote the timeless words and also written by the entrance at the United Nations headquarters. It is Bani Adam a'zay yek peykarand ke dar afarinish ze yek gohrand. Cho uzri be dard avarad rozegar degar uzha ra namanad qarar. تو که از مهنت دیگران بیقمی نشاید کنامت نهند آدمی. The translation is All human beings are members of one frame since all at first from the same essence came. When time afflicts a limb with pain, the other limbs at rest cannot remain. If though feel not for others' misery, a human being is no name for thee. I would like all of your audience, all your listeners, to be our voice and to tell the story of people of Iran. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sitting with us, Azam. Listeners can find more information on IAC's Instagram, IAC underscore UCSB. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good day.